Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Grace Fox, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse. Psalm 119-123. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done, When we point people to Him, they're going to want to know Him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 119, verse 123. My eyes long for your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous promise. Have you ever prayed for a long time for God to come to your rescue? Maybe you faced a difficult time financially and needed a job to put food on the table. Perhaps you were trapped in an unsafe marriage, or a family member or co-worker was treating you disrespectfully. Maybe chronic health issues severely impacted your life, and so you prayed and waited and waited and prayed some more, wondering when God was going to show up and come to your aid. If so, you can relate to the psalmist who wrote today's Bible verse. The psalmist wrote these words while experiencing oppression at the hands of his enemies. They were attacking him from every side, and he was struggling to understand why God was allowing this to happen. He reminded God that he'd lived a just and upright life, completely opposite to the wickedness in which his enemies reveled. Why then was it taking such a long time for the Lord to come to his rescue. Perhaps you're familiar with the saying, the eyes are the window to the soul. It's true. Our eyes reveal the state of our emotions. They're bright and they smile easily when we're feeling happy and content, but they lack a sparkle when we're sick. They reflect fear and despair when we're distressed. The writer of these words in today's verse, said that his eyes longed for God's salvation. In the original language, the word longed implies fainting or wasting away and failing from exhaustion. Considering that our eyes are the window to our soul, then this helps us understand the psalmist's emotions as he perceived himself surrounded by enemies for which he was no match. He used similar words earlier in Psalm 119.82. My eyes long for your promise. I ask, when will you comfort me? This man 
desperately desired God's salvation. That word salvation is the same one used in Isaiah 12 too. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This word means deliverance or victory. So the psalmist was growing weary, nearly fainting from exhaustion, while waiting for God to deliver him and give him victory over his enemies. He felt as though he was wasting away while waiting to see God's promises for rescue fulfilled, and yet he did not give up hope. The Bible speaks about other men and women who did not give up hope while waiting to see God's promises fulfilled. Hebrews 11 mentions heroes of the faith, including Noah, Abraham, Sarah, and Jacob. Hebrews 11.13 says, All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. These people maintained hope by hanging on to faith in God and His promises, even though they saw those promises only from a distance. The psalmist did the same. Charles Spurgeon says the psalmist looked to God alone. He looked eagerly. He looked long. He looked till his eyes ached. The mercy is that if our eyes fail, God does not fail, nor do his eyes fail. Oh, my friends, sometimes our eyes, too, like the psalmist, long for God's salvation. Our prayers for his rescue, his deliverance, his victory seem to go unanswered. We look around and the only thing we see is trouble coming at us from every direction. We have trouble with finances, relationships, work, health, trouble within our family, our church, our nation, and around our world. We long for God to just step in and fulfill his promises to deliver us from trouble right now, this very moment. But still we wait. And in the wait, we hope. We place our faith in God alone, in his wisdom, his sovereignty, goodness, love, and mercy. We place our faith in his timing and in his purposes that we can neither see nor understand right now. And we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. He endured the cross because joy awaited him. Because of who Jesus is and what he's done for us, we too can endure the challenges we face today. And we can do so with inner peace, even though deliverance doesn't come as swiftly as we wish. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for your presence in our lives. We are thankful for your promises that never fail. And we are inspired by the examples of godly men and women who have gone before us, those who experienced great difficulties while waiting for your deliverance, but who never lost hope in the wait. Teach us how to do the same, Lord. Help us fix our eyes on Jesus so we will not despair as we wait for you to rescue us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh,
Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. When he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.